wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out and leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, every day, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. People who spend more money are less of a pain in the ass than the people who spend less money. People who spend the least amount of money are usually the biggest headaches. So if you would like to eliminate customer service headaches in your business, let me tell you a simple way to do it. Raise your prices. Stayallday.com. Pretty exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. Dreolday.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. Today's episode is brought to you by our newest sponsor, AG1 by Athletic Greens. Now, you know me as a former pro athlete and a person who stays in pro athlete shape, still work out every single day, still have trainers, still running 10K races. I don't mess around with what I do with my body. I don't mess around with what I put in my body. So when I looked at AG1, I was looking at the label. I noticed that it's made with 75 super high quality vitamins, minerals, and whole food source ingredients that deliver benefits such as mood, immune system, and sleep support, sustained energy, and so much more. And I love the fact that it comes every month, so I don't even have to think about uh, how much do I have? Am I going to have enough? Am I going to run out at a certain time? And I also get the travel pack, so I don't have to miss any days. It tastes great. It doesn't have that nasty aftertaste that you get with some kind of any kind of supplements or if you're taking any pills or anything like that. You just mix it with some water and you feel good knowing that you've done a lot to take care of your health just by taking this every single day. So here's what I did to partner with Athletic Greens. If you want to take ownership of your health, today is a good time to start. Athletic Greens is giving you a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash work on your game. That's athleticgreens.com slash work on your game. Check it out for yourself. You get your first order and you're going to get that free one year supply of vitamin D, five free travel packs. And this can be your foundational nutrition drink that you take at the beginning of the day to get all those vitamins and minerals and nutrients that you aren't getting from your normal diet, from what you're normally putting in your body. You're going to get all of that taken care of at the start of the day, every single day. And you're hearing this from an athlete. You're hearing this from somebody who does not mess around with what I put in my body. And I don't mess around with what I recommend to my audiences. I only recommend you things that I will personally use myself and things that I can logically make sense of them making sense for me. So I will recommend them because I believe it'll make sense for you. So again, that link is athleticgreens.com slash work on your game. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash work on your game for your free one year supply of vitamin D, five free travel packs with your first order of AG1 by Athletic Greens. Again, athleticgreens.com slash work on your game. 
You're now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there, bow in authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative. That is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of wait for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic, we are on part two of three of business building myths. All right, business building myths. So we talked about brand building myths for a few episodes. Now we're on business building myths. I'm explaining these ideas that some people have about how business works that are absolutely not true. Good news about that is you'll know what is true by the time we get through this three-part series. So let's continue without me having to go any deeper into the explanation because I already did that in yesterday's episode. Let me first tell you all, daily motivation text message free of charge every morning. Everyone in my text community, text me at my number 305-384-6894. And every day when that message goes out, you shall receive. Secondly, workonyourgameuniversity.com. You should be there right now looking at it, evaluating, and getting into it, where you want to get access to 37 courses, over 3,000 lessons, my two physical mailings I send out every month to your, yes, your physical doorstep, and you want to be coached directly by me. I think you heard enough from me that you know that I know what I'm talking about. And I know what I'm doing when it comes to getting your mind in the right place, getting you strategically on point, and then putting systems in place so that you can keep your mind in the right place and keep your strategies working. That is all at workingyourgameuniversity.com. Without further ado, let's get into second part of three on a series of business building myths. This is starting at point number four. Number four, remove yourself from the situation as quickly as possible and let the business be the main entity. In other words, you don't need to be the face of what you're doing all the time and let the business be the main thing. This is a myth. This is a myth. Whether you are an entity-driven business, such as, let's say, Apple, where there's no one person who's Apple, or you're an individual-driven business, let's say, work on your game, where there's Dre Baldwin, or any other thought leader or influencer-driven business, you want to keep the story of the entity involved in the conversation simply because human beings connect to people and connect to stories much more than we connect to stuff and information. All right, so you want to keep the story of the entity, whoever the entity is, whether it's the human, whether it's the company itself, you want to keep that the main thing. You want to keep that out front because that's what people connect to. People connect to stories. People, we connect to narrative. We connect to things that can touch us emotionally. We do not connect to information and stuff because they are not emotional. So if you're an individual driven business, that means you're like a thought leader. You're someone who writes books, has a podcast. You got your picture everywhere. You're basically self-aggrandizing yourself. You want to be sharing your story and sharing yourself as much as possible because that's what people connect with and that's what keeps people around you. So you'll notice here at Work On Your Game, every six to 12 months or so, I do an episode or a series of episodes where I'm giving you my background because the reason I do that is for two reasons. Number one, some of you who are new to me, you have just been listening to me for three months. You don't even know my story or my background. You like the show, but you have no idea really where I came from or how I got here. I do that series just to introduce you to who I am and what I'm about. And number two, those of you who have been around, maybe you have heard me tell that story before. It's been about a year and a half since I told it. So let me tell it again just to remind you of my background and where I'm from, which means those of you who are individual driven businesses, you cannot afford to get tired of telling your story. You know how many times I've told my story? I've told a lot of times. When I open up my events, I tell my story. I might tell a five minute version of it and I tell the people in the room, well, you need to be able to tell your story in 30 seconds, two minutes, five minutes, 15 minutes, 30 minutes, and 60 minutes. You need to be able to tell your story in each one of those increments. 
Why? Because people want to know the story. The story is what allows people to connect. Even if they love your information, they need the glue that holds it together, which is your story. All right. I get that Dre is saying this, this and this about business, but why is he saying it? And the why is filled in by me telling you my story and where I come from, how I got to be where I'm at. Now it makes sense that I'm saying what I'm saying. Because if I just start talking about a subject, but I gave you no context as to why I'm talking about it, the way that I'm talking about it, then it doesn't make sense for you. It's kind of like a disconnect that you might not even be able to explain. Like I get what this person's saying and it makes sense, but why are they saying it? Why does he feel this way? Where did he come from that makes him think the way that he's thinking? When I tell you my story, then it all starts to make sense. Okay, now I get it. Now I see why Dre says the things that he says. And that glue allows you to make it make sense in your own mind. And that allows you to make it make sense to do the next step, which will be, for example, coming to workonyourgameuniversity.com and working with me directly. So telling your story matters to people, folks. Even if you think the story is just filler, even if you think the story is just, no, you talking about yourself a lot. And it is. I talk about myself when I tell my story. The reason why you do that is so people can make sense of why you have the position that you have. My story matters. When I talk about mental toughness and discipline and confidence, the fact that I played professional sports and how I use those elements to make my career happen, that you need that. You need to understand that to understand why I'm coming from the position that I'm coming from. Because if I just came out of nowhere saying these things with no context, again, it wouldn't quite connect for you. And even though you might like it, there'd be something missing, even if you couldn't quite put your finger on it. So if you're an individual driven business, especially such as any of you is in influencer space, whether you are influence, very influential right now or not, you need to be telling your story all the time. You need to tighten up your story so that you actually know what it is and you can tell it over and over again. Like I can tell you my story in my sleep because I've said it so many times. So be willing and able to tell your story ad nauseum all right, to the point that you get tired of it, but you keep telling it anyway. Understand most people who have heard your story, they would love to hear you tell it again. We like stories. We like hearing stories over and over again. Any of you who have kids, now do your kids like to hear you tell the same stories over and over again? Usually they do. People like stories. All right. Information we may get tired of hearing over and over again, but stories, we like hearing them because stories are entertaining and we like to follow along the process, especially if it's a good story. Point number five. Today's topic again, we are on part two of three business building myths. Number five, do not let your customers or clients contact you directly because they will abuse the privilege. All right. This is nonsense. There's a nonsense myth of allowing your customers or clients to contact you directly because they're going to abuse the privilege of being able to get in touch with you. Now, while I will say that there are certain platforms that are more conducive to abuse than others, for example, if you're a person who likes to get in the comment section on social media and go back and forth with people, well, if that's what you like to do, go ahead. But understand the more you engage with people, especially people who are being any kind of trying to be negative or provocative in any way, what you're going to do is attract more people trying to do the same thing because they notice that it gets a response and it gets attention. That's why there are some people out there there's some influential people out there who say they don't they don't block anybody and they will even engage with people who are like haters and trolls because it drives more attention and they like it and they have fun with it. I'm not of that school of thought. I'm out of school of thought. Somebody comes in being negative or trying to troll, they're getting blocked immediately because in my experience, if you allow them to stick around, whether you engage with them or not, if you just allow them to be there, what it does is it attracts other people who do the exact same thing. Like people are birds of a feather flock together. So if someone comes and they see that you're allowing trolls to live, not because they even want to be a troll, because they see that that's what gets attention. And people do things to drive attention. We're in an attention-driven economy these days. So that's just what, what works for me. But the point is, has nothing to do with that, actually. But the topic is, is letting people contact you directly. I'm talking about people who are your, people who are giving you money. Usually those are not the trolls and the haters. The reason I'm saying it, it's nonsense to not let them contact you, okay? 
This can sometimes be true, but it's not always true. So it's a myth to be presented as a given. So it depends on who you're serving, how you're serving them, and at what level you wish to serve people, whether or not you should allow them to contact you directly. So I have a text line where you can literally send a text to that number. And when you get a response, that response will be from me. I do actually read my text. I do respond to my text messages. It also depends on what their needs are and what agreement you have with them about communication. Now, if you're selling $4.99 programs like I was back in the day when I first got into you know, full-fledged entrepreneurship, maybe you don't need to make yourself so available to the people who are buying from you because they haven't made as much of a commitment in terms of their dollars that you need to make a commitment in terms of your time. Now, if you're selling $5,000 products, maybe you can make yourself a little bit more available with the understanding. And this is something that I've come to know and you should understand that usually the more money someone invests in working with you, whether they're buying a product, a service, whatever, the less headache that they bring to the table. People who spend more money are less of a pain in the ass than the people who spend less money. People who spend the least amount of money are usually the biggest headaches. So if you would like to eliminate customer service headaches in your business, let me tell you a simple way to do it. Raise your prices so that you eliminate the lower value customers. And since they can no longer afford to buy from you, you eliminate them as a headache as well. People who spend more money usually are much easier to deal with. Now, the challenge then is you making something or offering something that is worth a higher price and then finding people who are willing to pay it. That's the challenge. It's not whether or not you can raise the prices that can you get anybody to give it to you. So it's a myth to be presented that you should not allow people to contact you. People who you allow to contact you, if they're high value in terms of their investment, usually they don't abuse the privilege. And people who are spending more money for the most part, in my experience, they have so much going on in their own lives that they are not sitting around waiting for an opportunity to reach you or text you or call you because they're handling their business. They're doing what they need to be doing, which is not sitting around and thinking about you. Even though they are invested with you, they're not sitting around and thinking about you. Now, you understand the difference? So you need to think about what level you want to serve people at. And again, what needs are you fulfilling to these people? So if we go back to the example I gave you in yesterday's episode, if you had 10 clients who are paying you $100,000 each per year, you're not going to have a problem with them contacting you directly, would you? Or if someone's paying you hundred grand a year, do you have a problem with them texting you or calling you every other day? Probably not. Whereas on the other hand, if you sold somebody something, a product costs $4.99 and they're all on top of you, you might not want them having access to your direct line. All right. So there'd be a lot more of them, first of all. And they'd probably be a lot more needy despite the fact they spent a lot less money. All right, that's the paradox of business. The people who are the most invested are usually the least needy. That's just how it works. Ask someone who works in a service-based business. It's usually at that price point, you were talking about some kind of service has to be given. And you'll notice that this is true. Point number six, we are talking here today about some business building myths. This is not a completely extensive list. This is a good starting point. Number six, business building myths. Ignore the competition. That is a myth. Now, while I am an advocate of paying less attention than most people do to what other people are doing. It's actually one of the, is a principle I have when it comes to attention and when it comes to focus is many of us pay way too much attention to what everybody else has going on. Many of us have way too many notifications popping off on our phone that are usually distractions, just telling you what other people are doing in their lives, which have no effect whatsoever, no bearing whatsoever on your business and your success. So I am an advocate of paying less attention to what other people are doing. That doesn't mean you pay zero attention to what other people are doing. You can utilize what you glean from the competition as a way to get ideas from yourself if you know what people to look for and you know what to look for. So I will look at what is going on in the marketplace, in my space, what other people in my space are doing with a conscious intention 
of I want to see what I can borrow from them that I can use for myself. And I want to see what they're doing that maybe I can use not against them, but I can use to my competitive advantage. Or here's a mistake in what they're doing. Here's a hole in what they're doing. Here's how I can do it better than them so that the next person who has to decide between me and them is going to pick me because I'm going to do this little part better than they're doing it. You get what I'm saying? So this is the ways that you can use your attention when you're paying attention to other people. So you can look for the weaknesses in what other people are doing. You can get ideas for yourself. You can look at what gap you can fill in the marketplace. You can find ways to collaborate with other people instead of competing against them. Only way you can do any of this stuff is if you're looking at what they're doing. If you don't know what they're doing or don't know that they exist, you can't do any of these things. Remember, folks, that we are in the collaboration era. Uh, We are no longer in the competition era. We're in the collaboration era. This is no longer the information era. It's the collaboration era. Talked about this in episode 2293, where in this era, working with each other usually produces better results than trying to go head to head against each other. So figure out ways that you can help other people looking for ways to collaborate in ways that they can help you because there may be a greater business opportunity in there for you and them if you work together than if you and them try to compete against each other and just butt heads against each other like two rams just bumping heads against each other. It'd be easier if you two just work together and see like how can we make this work for everybody where everybody wins, the customer wins, the client wins, I win, they win, the government wins because they get a cut of the money because we'll make more money. So they get more of a cut because we made more money. Right, how can we make this work for everybody? That's the way that you start to think collaboratively instead of competitively. So we are in the collaboration era. I've talked about that a lot here on the show. If you haven't heard it, please refer to episode 2293. Like I told you, we are now in the collaboration era, no longer the permission or information or competition era. Let's recap today's class. Part two of three, business building myths. Number four, remove yourself from the conversation as quickly as possible. Let the business be the main entity. Do not do this. Whatever entity your business is driven by, such as the company itself, like Apple or Amazon or an individual, like let's say myself, You want to keep telling the story of the entity. Why? Because people follow narrative. People want to follow stories. And that story gives people a reason for why they logically decided to buy from you. You want to give people a reason. People do things. People are much more likely to do things and cooperate with you when you give them a reason to do it than if you just tell them to do it. Even if what you told them to do makes perfect logical sense, they're more likely to do it if you give them a solid reason to do it. And your story is that reason. Number five. Don't let your customers or clients contact you directly because they will abuse the privilege. It's not necessarily true. It depends on who your customers and clients are, how much they are invested, and what agreement you have with them. Again, going back to our example from yesterday, you had 10 clients who each paid you $100,000 a year. Would you have a problem giving them your direct phone number? I don't think so. So again, it depends on what you're selling, who you're selling it to, and with the general rule of thumb that the more money someone invests with you, the less likely that they will abuse the privilege of contacting you simply because the more money someone invests with you, usually the more they already have going on. That's how they got the money in the first place. And they ain't got time to be bothering you and wanting to talk to you because they're handling their own business. Number six, ignore the competition. Now, while I am the advocate of paying less attention to what other people are doing, there are certain things that you can get from noticing what other people are doing, such as getting ideas for yourself, such as looking for weaknesses such opponent has such as what gaps can you fill in the marketplace that no one else is filling, such as how can I collaborate with this person instead of competing against them? These are things that you can only know if you are paying attention to what other people are doing. If you don't look, then you can never know these things. So there may be a great opportunity out there through paying attention to what other people are doing, as long as you're doing it strategically and intentionally, not just being absent-minded and allowing your time to be sucked away from you by other people's affairs. All that said, text me, tell me the best insight you got from this class. My number is 305-384-6894. It's listed down below in the show notes. And secondly, work on your game, If you feel like 
through these two episodes of this three-part series that I can help you with your business. I can help you with the way you're thinking about your business. I can help you with your mindset approach. I can help you put together a strategy and a system to operate it. And all of those I absolutely can do. All you need to do is go to workmanyourgameuniversity.com. Let me explain to you right there on that site how I can do it. And then you can get into the university and let's get started on actually doing it. That sounds good. Go to workmanyourgameuniversity.com. Work on your game. Dre all day. I want you to send a text to this number, 305-384-6894. That is my direct text number. When you text me there, you'll be part of my texting community. And that means you're going to be receiving my daily motivation text, which I send out every single day to keep you sharp, focused, and mentally on point for the day in front of you. Send me a text at this number, 305-384-6894. One more time, 305-384-6894. Get daily motivation.